Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! I can't hear you! Aye, aye, Captain! Oh, get out of bed, it's the end of your snooze! Shower and shine up your shoes. We'll bring you the weather and traffic and news. Silberto and friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, I'm Paul Silberto. Friday morning. Catskills News Talk. And we are heading toward the beginning of summer on this Friday morning. Barry, did you do that? Barry, Barry Lewis is here. Good morning. What did you touch? You just get here and already you're causing problems. I like to press the buttons. Okay, fine. We'll stop pressing the buttons, will you? Please behave. <laughs> Barry Lewis is here this morning. Alan Frischman is here. Alan, you have one job, and that's to really take care of Barry. All right? <laughs> you blew it already. That's a big job. Well, good morning. It's so good to see you guys. And This is a show that I've really been looking forward to doing. Barry, we've talked about things over the years and many times... You know, on your updates, we talk about things that happened over the years throughout this storied area. When uh, when we talk about the Catskills, Alan, you were on with me uh, talking about uh, your first book. And uh, today, it's really cool. Uh, we're going to get a chance to talk about the Borscht Belt Museum um, that's coming up. And we're going to be getting a chance to talk about some stories as well. Yeah. So I say welcome to both of you. Thank you both for being here this morning. Thank you. No. It's it's great to talk. It's great to talk about the uh, the Catskills in the in the Catskills, you know. Yeah. And uh, uh, and I, Alan has has done a, a lot of the heavy lifting of this museum, uh, the Catskills Bush Belt Museum. Um, I've had an opportunity to you know add a couple of things to it and uh, visit it. It the they had kind of we've had a a, a soft opening for this pop up exhibit. Uh, I think it was a week ago, two weeks ago, two weeks, two weeks ago. The time flies, and just you know, you I, I wrote about it in in the Sullivan County Democrat today, the column where you first come in there, and what hits you is that infamous Kutch's sign, <laughs> you know, it, the the yellow scripted sign um, that, and, and you looked at it, and I can just close my eyes and see Helen Kutcher. Uh, you know, the the font, the the, the um, matriarch of the Catskills, um, with the you know coiffed hair and <laughs> and the sturdy handshake, welcoming her guests, and it it just brings you back to to an era that it, it's hard for people who uh, are new to the area to understand and appreciate. Just the extent of what it was like here. I know, I know what you're saying from that front because you and I have talked about that before. Hey, uh, first of all, let's bring into the conversation now on the uh, Catskills News Talk Line. We do have Andrew Jacobs. Andrew is the Borscht Belt Museum Board of Trustees President. Andrew, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Good, good. It's so good to have you on this morning. Welcome to the conversation. You know, Barry had said something that I really can relate to. Um, I've been here in. Uh, Sullivan County in uh, um, the the Catskills, Sullivan Catskills, for going on close to 18 years now. Um, But I still look at things from the view of an outsider. I never really got to experience this area in, quote-unquote, the heyday. So that's why conversations like this are are so exciting and so cool to, to me. And now to realize that there is a museum, there's a place you can go that you can see, um 
really is the history unfolding. I think that's something really special. So that's why I'm thrilled that uh, you're joining us this morning, that Barry Lewis is here, Alan Frischman is here, and really happy about this conversation. Um, Andrew, where do you fit in to your passion to get involved and, and, to, and to be now the, uh, the um, uh, Board of Trustees president? Well, I think maybe because I'm sort of uh, trained as a storyteller, I'm a journalist. Um, and so to me, this is about telling a story. A museum is about, uh, you know, a narrative and, and teaching people about history. So, I mean, that's in the broader sense what my, my passion lies. I mean, I have a house up uh, in Napanock and I've been coming up here most of my life. And I think it's just sort of an important period in history that uh, I feel has been overlooked on uh, sort of uh, largely unrecognized. So to me, it was a way of, of, of ensuring that these stories, this narrative, uh, you know, is preserved and honored and celebrated, you know, for, for, for future generations. So that is kind of my, um, that's where I come at it from. Well, we're going to talk uh, a lot about the stories this morning. Alan even brought a bunch of tchotchkes with him this morning. Um, and I know, you know, Barry, of course, uh, worked. We've talked about Barry's experience as working in some of the great resorts here um, uh, throughout the Catskills. First of all, let's start right off by talking about the location of the museum, what are going to be the hours, and that kind of information for our listeners. Location is Nadia Canal Street in the heart of Ellenville. Uh, we are open Wednesday through Sunday. It was just closed Monday, Tuesday. And our hours, they may change in the future, so always check the website. But right now we're uh, noon to 5, um, Wednesday, Thursday. And then the weekend we're open from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Now you had uh, mentioned the website. Uh, what is the website where listeners can go to check out more information? <clears throat> borschbeltmuseum.org. All right, borschbeltmuseum.org. And again, um, like I said, Andrew, really looking forward to some of these stories. Now, Alan, you, you put some of these stories in two books now, yeah, right? Two books. Second one came out about three months ago. Mm -hmm. More Borscht from a Catskill Mountain former. <laughs> I love it. You and I talked about the first book, and that was a, that was a blast talking about that. But I know, and... Uh, um, with uh, with Alan and with Barry, uh, Andrew, there's just just so many of those stories that they they have lived, and that's why we're really looking forward to talk about them. We did live. Through yeah. That. Go ahead, Andrew. No, I, I no, absolutely. I mean, this is what what we uh, we're all about. Is these stories is about the personal, um, yeah, the personal tales of what people live and experience, and I think <clears throat> you know that's what we want to bring to life. Yeah. You know, Andrew talks about it because I'm like Andrew. I, I come half of it as a journalist. Uh, and but also I was, you know, I was though I was one of those kids who came up every summer. Uh, my, my father working at what well, was more of the more of what was the, the common hotel. You know, the, everybody knows of the Concord and Grossingers and probably Kutches and Browns and the Pines. But my father worked at a place called the Shady Nook, which, uh, <laughs> uh, which was uh, your, your, your ultimate schlocky resort, a couple of hundred guests. Uh, the average age was a Methuselah, you know. <laughs> and the, these, are, these are people who, you know, when you, when you uh, at Passover, when I worked there, this was in uh, Lock Sheldrake, right? You go down Lock Sheldrake and probably about two miles uh, off the road. I'm not sure what that road is. I should know what 
not sure what that road is, but yeah. down there. The road. The, the yeah. road. Yeah. And uh, actually, it's still there. It's, it's now, I think it's an Orthodox uh, a camp or a re- resort college. area. Yeah. And um, it was it was a fantastic, it had a big day camp. And, uh, you know, but I, I, we went up there. My father was the MC there. And we came up. I was there every summer. And so I was somebody who went from being coming up every summer to then he got a job uh, full-time at the Stevensville. And so we went to Shady Nook and then uh, Breezy Cornets Bungalow, Flagler for a year. And so I went from somebody who was there every summer to somebody who was now year-round. And then as a journalist like Andrew, being able to chronicle the history of, of what the change was and everything from, you know, the slow demise of it uh, the ultimate, you know, the, the bringing up Eddie Fisher to uh, implode Grossingers in the in the eighties, uh, to in the two thousands when you know everybody was the last pitching of casino gaming, you know, with, with Indian gaming and and the tribes coming in here, uh, and now this new revival and suddenly you know it's hip to be the Catskills. It's you know it's yeah. uh, as, as as Steve Israel wrote in the uh, record. You know, 20 years ago, you know, the Catskills is the New Hamptons, you know. <laughs> uh, well, so. well, Andrew, we appreciate you joining us this morning. We're going to talk uh, in very soon with uh, with Alan about some of the tchotchkes. And, Barry, I'm sure you'll be able to relate to those as well. Uh, Andrew Jacobs, the Borspiel Museum Board of Trustees president. Andrew, let's get a chance to catch up again, all right? Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's my pleasure. Um, again, continuing our conversation about the Borscht Belt, the uh, Borscht Belt Museum here on Silberto and Friends. 717. Silberto and Friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, 722. I'm Paul Silberto. Barry Lewis is here. Alan Frischman is here. We are talking the Borscht Belt Museum here on Silberto and Friends. And, uh, Barry, normally at this time I say to you what's in your column. First of all, is this a column week? This is a column week. Okay, good. We'll talk about what's in your column. Yeah, we'll later. talk about yeah. That? <laughs> it ties right into what what uh, what we're talking about and what Alan's yeah. going to be explaining about, which is that uh, this wonderful, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel and and dirty dancing reminders <laughs> uh, the 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 Catskill Bosch Belt Museum. Okay, now a question came up, and I know Alan, you had said a lot of people may ask this. But when we were when we were speaking with Andrew and I had said, where is the location? Ellenville. The question, you know, why Ellenville when it comes to the Borscht Belt Museum? So basically, the idea of finding the museum location was quite involved. We looked at a lot of buildings all over Sullivan County in the basic area that you call the Borscht Belt. We couldn't find the right building that had the right presence, the right space. Some were warehouses that just needed a tremendous amount of work. We looked at the school in Mountaindale. It's a beautiful building on the outside, but it's just a shell. And he wanted a lot of money for that. Finally, we, we settled on this building in Ellenville, which is, uh, it was an old bank, and it's, a, uh, it's on the National Register. I mean, it has a lot going for it. And then people started saying, <clears throat> how, could you, how could you go to Ellenville in Ulster County? But if you really look at the history of the Borscht Belt, Ellenville and everything west, you had Ulster Heights, Briggs Highway, had a tremendous number of hotels, bungalow colonies. It was considered the Borscht Belt. All right. Now, now we've got, you know, folks like myself who really have heard the stories, have heard of the history. 
Um, the term is a very familiar term. But for those who don't know, for a lot of our new listeners, what is the Borscht Belt? Well, let's go back to what, what is what is, what is borscht. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, which which may which may help, and really, it, it's it's part of the heritage of what the museum's going to the, the awareness of it. Um, folks who came up, generally speaking, uh, that were uh, we, we know of the resort area as uh, an enclave for a lot of the Jewish families and people who came up from the city. But there was a period of time where uh, a lot of these a lot of the resorts, obviously no longer standing, would not allow for uh, Jewish guests, and they made that very clear in their advertisements and in signs. Really, that that I wasn't aware of. Really, yeah, Yeah, I was not aware of that. No, no Jews. Uh, Actually, uh, yeah, actually, the signs would sometimes say no dogs, no Jews, and no consumptives, and the consumptives were the people that were coming up from the city try to fight tuberculosis and liberty at the sanitariums. Really? Yeah. So you had right, you had the Loomis Sanitarium in in, uh, in Liberty, which is what kind of originally brought even people up to the mountains uh, for the fresh air. This is at the this is at the turn of the century. Uh, you know, the, the liveries, the tannery was was the big spot, and then people stayed, and then folks were told by doctors, come up for the for the fresh air. So the Catskills, the Lake George region, the Adirondacks, this was a place where people were told to get out of the city. It was very popular, but then suddenly you had these uh, places that were known in the city for for housing TB patients, which is not exactly how you want to bring guests up. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not what you want to be known for. So in time, a lot of these resorts kind of it shifted and changed, and they just they weren't talking about TB. They were talking about just you know the the, the Catskill Mountains, and they didn't they wanted a certain type of clientele, and it wasn't until uh, some resorts realized that there was a there was a group that they can you know attract. At the turn after World War II. Uh, a lot of Jewish, particularly then, I mean, that you have the 30s and the 40s where people were coming up, but in those late 40s, early 50s, a lot of the Jewish families were able to come up here, and uh, they, was, it was, they were felt comfortable. Um, they, a lot of their friends would come up here, and um, the same food that they had at home, they were being served. The, the hotels were kosher. A lot of the entertainment, a lot of the jokes— uh, it was it was a comfortable place to be. One of the key foods that were uh, served here was a lot of the Eastern European food, where a lot of the Jews, uh, you know, the uh, Ashkenazi, uh, the Ashkenazi Jews, uh, came from, and that was beet soup, which is borscht. Okay. Okay. You may you'll see yeah. it in the source. It's it's kind of looks like sort of maybe even purplish, and it's a beet soup. Um, and you would serve a lot of it cold. You would you could serve it cold, or you could serve it hot. Oftentimes with a potato, uh, boiled potato. Yeah, little f- f- uh, sour filling. cream. Yep. Um, I you know, when when my when my wife Bonnie met me at the Shady Nook, I owned white uh, about a dozen white shirts. All of them were with about <laughs> a borscht stain on the right side because as a waiter, you're carrying yeah. you know, trays of borscht, and you're you're evidently going to you're going to spill some. Uh, 
and and so it, it became so you were sort of brushed and of all the foods and everything that was what uh, seemed to have attracted the, the media to it and it became the bush belt well i don't know yeah. from what barry from what barry had talked about and the way i saw him cheating at the very first celebrity uh celebrity uh event waiting event for the boys and girls club I, i'm glad they called it the bush belt and not the onion roll belt <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that, that name was, you know, the phrase came up, I think, in the 40s, and it just stuck with everybody as the Borscht Belt. And you'd say, yeah, uh, we're going up to the mountains, we're going up to the Borscht Belt, we're going up to the country. Right. Yeah. So and, that, and the hotel yeah. owners, ironically, that worked well in the 40s and the 50s and the 60s, but a lot of our resort owners in the 70s uh, weren't crazy about that term. Because, you know, now you're competing with getting a younger group. You're competing mm-hmm. with Atlantic City and, and right. gambling. And you're trying to separate yourselves from that. And they had a hard time shaking that. And they didn't want to be known as the Borscht Belt. And yet newspapers, particularly, we always used to kid, the, the New yeah. York Times would write stories. And you could not talk about the Catskills without putting in the phrase the Borscht Belt. Right. And it wasn't really... Uh, it, it wasn't embraced by the hotel owners in the 70s and in the 80s. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we're going to talk more about the Borscht Belt. I want to talk about tchotchkes. That'll be coming up in a little bit. It's 729 now. Good morning. Silberto and Friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 743 now. It's Silberto and Friends. I'm Paul Silberto, Barry Lewis, Alan Frischman. We are talking about the Borscht Belt Museum. More on that coming up in a little bit. Right now, we are heading to the Catskills News Talk line. It is our Sullivan County Democrat update. It's Derek Kirk. Derek, good morning. Good morning. You know, I really so, wish I really wish you would control Barry Lewis. I mean, I mean, it could have Hudson Cooper would have been here. He's a little bit under the weather, and and Hudson maybe could have. Allen can't control him, but I was hoping maybe you could have a little bit of uh, of pulling the reins in on him this morning. Oh, maybe it's hard to control the free press. <laughs> well, what a the, great answer! With, That's with, why this guy's the yeah, editor. With that know? being said, I'm going to say what's happening on the pages of the Sullivan, Sullivan County Democrat. Absolutely. I heard you guys were talking about museums later on, and we got uh, great news this weekend for local history buffs coming up with the first ever Sullivan County Museum weekend. Uh, Nine of the Sullivan County museums around the county are celebrating their first ever um, Sullivan County Museum weekend, and we'll offer free admission to local exhibits um, from the weekend, uh, the weekend of July 29th and July 30th. Uh, There's something for everybody uh, from... uh, you know, indigenous Native American history to early settlers, fly fishing, polar exploration, uh, New York City's complex water system, a whole bunch of very interesting and localized history are available um, for a the first time uh, for free. Uh, so definitely check those out. The complete list of the participating museums can be found on today's front page of the Sullivan County Democrat. Looking news-wise, Garnet Health uh, recently um, we had reported on uh, a number of layoffs that they had been going through, um, and the Sullivan County Democrat got an in, an interview with Garnet Health CEO President Jonathan Schiller and Vice President of Operations Jerry Dunleavy, um, and they spoke on the 49 um, layoff uh, positions uh, that recently came about, 25 of those being management positions within the system. Uh, the CEO noted that the decision to do this was not 
uh, taken lightly and uh, that uh, the reason for the layoffs were uh, numeral, uh, including financial, uh, as well as the results of coming out of a worldwide pandemic. They noted that in 2021, over 35,000 workers across the state of New York had left the healthcare system. So this is not, uh, you know, the, the um, effects on the healthcare system are not uh, just localized to Sullivan County. Um, interested readers can check out more on the full story on the front page of today's Sullivan County Democrat. All right, we appreciate the update, and you and I will catch up again next week, all right? Sounds fantastic. Looking forward to it. All right, Derek Kirk, our uh, Sullivan County Democrat update. Birthday shout-outs now on Catskills News Talk, 92.5-94.9. Happy birthday today to Patty Chernow. Patty celebrating her birthday today. Happy birthday. Got a birthday today. You're celebrating with Bernie Koppel. Remember him from the Love Boat? Bernie Koppel, Love Boat. He was just... I was watching... I was watching a there was something on last night. Uh, Copel, it is pronounced. Okay. What's that? I think it's pronounced Copel. Bernie Copel. Copel. Okay. Well, well, he was also Siegfried. When he has on, uh, when he has Capel and friends, he can mispronounce my name. Well, I'm sorry. I shouldn't. Okay. I apologize. <laughs> but, if I, no, but he was also Siegfried. Yes, he's ninety. Today. God bless him. Uh, Meredith Baxter from Family Ties used to be 76. Meredith, used to be Meredith Baxter Burney. Right. And her TV husband, Michael Gross from Family Ties, is also 76 today. Wow. Uh, Doug Savant, Desperate Housewives, Memorose Place, is 59. Carrie Preston, The Good Wife, is 56. Juliette Lewis, Yellow Jackets, is 50. Chris Pratt from Jurassic Park, World Domination, and the Marvel Films is 44. Prince William is 41 today. Prince William is 41. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. Jussie Smollett from Empire is 41. And dancer uh, Sharna Burgess is 38. Got a birthday, got a celebration. Let us know about it. We will let everybody know about it. Go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. Click shout out. Get your info to us. We'll get it on for you at Catskills News Talk, 92.5-94.9. Silberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning, 7.53 now. It's 7 till 8. I'm Paul Silberto. Barry Lewis is here. Alan Frischman is here. We're talking about the uh, Borscht Belt Museum. Um, some of the history and some of the stories. And in a few minutes, we're going to talk tchotchkes. Right now, though, we are heading to the Catskills News Talk line. It's Ken Kavanaugh from Wurtsboro Hog. Ken, how are you this morning? I'm doing fine. Uh-huh. We're getting excited. We are just uh, a matter of, uh, of, of of days away from the big event coming up. Let's talk about yes. the uh, the upcoming poker run and the big event to benefit our sister station, Thunder 102, Country Cares for St. Jude Kids. How many years is this now, Ken? 29 years. 29, the 29th annual. And I know this year at the uh, uh, the Thunder 102, Country Cares for St. Jude Kids Radiothon, you presented us with $35,000 plus. And uh, how, over the years, how, how much money have uh, has been raised for St. Jude? Uh over the years, well over uh, half a million dollars. Unbelievable, Ken. All right, let's talk about the event, the times, and how our listeners can still get involved uh, just uh, just a few days before the event on Sunday. Well, they, they can come up to the tools. They can purchase a uh, raffle ticket to take a chance to win that uh, 2023 uh, Harley-Davidson Street Glide or $20,000. Uh, the tickets are still available. Uh, the event itself, registration, 
for motorcycles to do the poker run is uh, 9 to 11 at O'Toole Farley Davidson, 4 Sullivan Street in Wurtsboro. Uh, it'd be a scenic ride uh, through uh, Sullivan and Orange Counties. It ends up at Mamakating uh, Town Park, where we have an after party. We'll have uh, uh, plenty of food. We'll have uh, music by Paul DiDio, uh bike show, bike games, vendors. Uh, it's going to be a great event. It's a great family event. And, uh, you know, like I said, you can uh, take your motorcycle on a poker run. If uh, you're not going to do the, uh, the poker run, you can go right to the park at uh, starting at 11 o'clock. Uh, drive your car. There's plenty of parking. Uh, $20 admission. You can do the poker run right there. We'll give you five cards, see if you win, and come and enjoy and look at some bikes and have a great time. It is a great event, raising money for St. Jude in so many years, so much heritage. Thanks to you, everybody at Wurtsboro Hawk. Thanks to everybody at O'Toole's Harley-Davidson. Um, Ken, I look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Thank you for this last-minute update, and here's to a great event. Looks like uh, weather, unless, of course, you'll listen to Barry Lewis, but it looks like weather on Sunday is going to be absolutely gorgeous. So I'll see you Sunday, my friend. Thank you for the update, and thank you for all you do, nope. Ken. Okay, thank you, Paul. Thanks for the opportunity no, to help us get the my, word out. My pleasure. We'll be there Sunday again. Uh, check out the Wurtsboro Hog Facebook page. What a great event. What a great organization. So, All right, we're, we're talking uh, Borscht Belt Museum. We're Half talking Jotskis over That's, the years. It's great? incredible. That They're is great. Those guys amazing, are fantastic. Amazing Men people. and women, yeah. Um, let's talk about Chachkis. First of all, Alan, spell the word. Oh, no. <laughs> There's so many different ways to spell it, but yeah. uh, I'm T S C H O K T E S maybe. Okay, yeah. it's close. Yeah, it's a it, tough word. Believe it or not, it did it start. It does start with a T S. Yes, yeah. Chachkis. Yeah. So. Now you had mentioned when it comes to a lot of the Chachkis and a lot of the things you'll see at the museum, you had provided. Yeah, well, it's not just tchotchkes, because mm-hmm. typically a tchotchke means a small little Well, yeah, item. right, exactly, like a little, little, th- yeah. yeah, the, the knickknacks. <laughs> the knickknacks. But luckily, you know, through my years of being a building inspector, I was allowed to go into, I had to go into a lot of condemned buildings and do reports for the town board so we could get them cleaned up and removed, which were the remnants of, of the Borscht Belt days, all the hotels and bungalow colonies, and they were just abandoned, basically. So luckily... Um, through my travels in the buildings, I had the right eye to grab a sign, to grab a tchotchke, to grab something that I knew had historic value. And I just amassed this huge collection just being able to see all those items. And, you know, I'd be in a building, and, and I I went in the basement. I remember the old VFW building in South Fallsburg. And uh, they said, uh, yeah, we're cleaning out the basement. And there was this vintage refrigerator. They used to call them rocket ships because the compressor was on top uh-huh. this was like the very early early inventions of refrigeration he says yeah we're throwing that out good i'm taking it <laughs> and, and and luckily you know most people had these things for them it was just taking up space and i was just fortunate enough to be able to see these and 
kind of have friends that could just, you know, help me take the stuff away. And a lot of these things you talk about in both your books, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Now, again, the titles of the books are? Tales of a Catskill Mountain Plumber. And? More Borscht from a Catskill <laughs> Mountain Plumber. Available on all platforms, right? On Amazon. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can check out the books on Amazon. We had a chance to talk with Alan about his first book a little bit ago. Uh, and again, you got to check them out. Really great memories, really great stories. And uh, uh, the the tchotchkes. Tchotchke. <laughs> you know? We we you know we we like to in the in the in the Jewish religion we like to uh, keep our, keep the, all the, all those uh, the Gentiles and non Jews we like to keep them off balance. So what we do <laughs> is we change the we change the date of holidays. We change yeah. the date of, of you know, holidays. Yeah. Hanukkah with a C yeah. without a C. That's right. Uh, the, the the holidays are early this year. The later this year. What are they? Well, I, I remember. I, I, know. I, I know. I remember. He really got me confused when he said to me one day. He said, "You're a real mulch." Mensch. Oh, Mensch. Okay, never mind. (laughs) All right. Coming up next hour here on Silberto and Friends, more about the Borscht Belt Museum with Barry Lewis and Alan Frischman. Also, we will talk to Roberta Byron Lockwood, our Sullivan Catskills Visitors Association update. Rich Kiamko joins us. And John Farnsworth, our Greater Hancock Area Chamber of Commerce update. It's all ahead. The Big Show. Wait a minute. That's the smartest thing I've ever heard anyone say about anything. It's potluck, so bring whatever you want. Silberto and Friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. I'm Paul Silberto. Barry Lewis is here. Alan Frischman is here. And we are talking about the Borscht Belt Museum. Yeah. Now, Alan, we talked about tchotchkes. We've, we've come to the conclusion that we we really don't know how, nor does it matter how you spell tchotchkes. <laughs> you explained a little bit about what they are. Let's do a little bit of a show and tell without showing. Talk yeah. about, talk yeah. about you brought in a box of tchotchkes. Yeah, I brought in something that I uh, everybody that used to live up here remembers Sullivan's in Liberty. Okay. Where everybody used to go shopping for their bar mitzvah suits or toys. <laughs> Everything was available in Sullivan's. And a couple keychains, one from the Olympic Hotel. And uh, I guess they put, you know, it's from the 70s. They put love on there. Okay. Kind of flower power. This is a real old one from the Echo Hotel. I think the Echo was in uh, probably the worst thing. I think it was outside of uh, Ellenville, actually. Yeah. So it's a so cool. now so now these were common from the hotels to give to their guests. Is that? Oh yeah, you got a key. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. Right. And this was just a keychain from. Okay. The Olympic, but everybody took the keys home. <laughs> it's a good thing because I still find a lot of them on eBay or in yard sales. You know. Wow. And that builds my collection. We used to give out um, uh, combs and and notepads. Basically, it had had the hotel's name or the bungalow colony or the right. uh, name on it, and we would give it out uh, for prizes. So, if let's say you won Simon Says, right, or you know, uh, we had the hotels would have athletic staffs, which uh, basically athletics in in, in Jewish terminology meant uh, a heavy game of mahjong. <laughs> Uh, or folks, <laughs> or folks sweating to get to lunch. Okay, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. you know, this we we're not athletic people. Yeah, we okay. we wear the athletic suits, right, right, and then we go. I'm exhausted already. So, <laughs> so we would give them, we would give them these prizes, and I don't know, Alan, but if I knew that these things that we gave out that we just <laughs> would have right. been worth anything. I would have backed up the truck at the Stevens <laughs> Hill and put it. It's amazing what it, it is amazing 
what these things go for on like on, on eBay. Incredible. And, but they, it means a lot to people. It's the memories of the exactly. hotels. Well, believe it or not, our, our next guest, we call him Mr. Tchotchke. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe we don't call him that. But anyway, it's John Farnsworth, Greater Hancock Area Chamber of Commerce Update. John, this is fascinating this morning, talking about the Borscht Belt. I know we've talked about you and the many places that you have lived over the years, but well, it's, yeah. you know what a what a heritage, what a story. Of course, with John and Hancock and the uh, you know stepping up into into Delaware County, but I think yeah. it's just fascinating the history of of the Borscht Belt. Yeah, it sounds great. I, I've been loving listening to you guys. Um, I've never been to Borscht, but I'd like to go for <laughs> No, no, no. It's a soup. <laughs> oh, oh. It's a small town in Pennsylvania. There you go. Now, I know, yeah. you sa- I know you said you eat it with the boiled potatoes, but did you eat it with the onion rolls, too? With the borscht? Yeah. Challah. <laughs> <Hala. laughs> yeah, a little piece of challah. Piece okay. of challah bread. Oh, you couldn't dip your... Okay, never mind. Uh, yeah, All well, right. Uh, and the, the mahjong... That's like a that's like a sport like chess, right? Yeah. Yeah, kinda. It's 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 Jewish chess. Uh, yeah, we. <laughs> I played it. Yeah, there well, Marshawn's an old. You know, I just I didn't have a high. I didn't think highly of, of you know my mom. You know, always question your parents' intelligence. You know, when especially as you get older, you think you know it's so much more. My mom was a genius because she was a maven at Marshawn, and I I tried to play Marshawn. That is one because every year they change the rules. Yes. They get a new card. It's like yeah. it's like playing baseball, and that every year they change the rules. Now, John, I'm telling you right now, if sometime three weeks from now, when you give the Greater Hancock Area Chamber of Commerce update, and you talk about the Marjan tournament, I'm out of here. All right, oh. <laughs> I, I just want you to know that what's happening throughout the Greater Hancock area as we step into the first weekend uh, of summer, calendrically anyway. <laughs> I thought it was going for a while. Calendrically? Uh, Calendrically? Isn't that a word? It is now. It is now. <laughs> so Next to Tchotchkes. In Han- in, uh, summer comes a little late to places, and Hancock's summer is uh, in July. July, there you go. Yeah, July to so November. Yeah. July to November, yeah. So what's happening? Well, we have, um, you know, we got some new installations of sculpture in Hancock and yeah. around the, the county, and it's pretty outstanding. It's it's get, got people scratching their heads and talking about what the heck is that, you know. It's pretty fascinating, I, and I love it. I love sculpture, um, so it's good to see some of the artwork uh, popping up in town and and around the county. And it's interesting uh, the one that you had sent me. Explain that. That's interesting. Well, I don't know. I mean, okay. what do you think? <laughs> ask the question. What do you think it is? It looks I like mean, a Fre- it looks like a Fred Flintstone mailbox. It's, but I got I to gotta tell you, I came up with a uh, you know a little bit of a pun for it though. If you look at it, it's got a big uh, night, you know, yeah. cleaver. And so I said, "Hey, isn't that cleaver?" <laughs> well, anyway, so uh, again, great things going on, especially with the weekend coming up. Um, yeah. so let's run down some more. Yeah, Friday uh, or Saturday night, we've got um, teen karaoke night in our famous square. Uh, get the teens out there, and, and maybe I'll join in because uh, my me and my wife love karaoke. So that's going on, um, and we've got the the art walk as always every weekend. You've got your merchants in the in the square, uh, crafts and and farmers market uh, on Saturday morning. So the square is always busy on the weekends. Um, and next weekend we've got uh, the famous French Woods. 
uh, orchestra, the kids in the camp up there. Cool. And they are fantastic. I mean, a kid's orchestra sounds like a, the real thing. You know, it's amazing. And that's a, an outdoor um, show as well. So I'm looking forward to that. We already had one, and this is the second one, and there'll probably be more this year. So it's a good time. It's worth coming down. And you can check everything out on that great app as well, Hancock, New York, right? That's right. And it's free for life, and it's very useful. It helps me every Friday. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, John, we appreciate the update. We'll catch up next week, all right? Thank you. You guys have fun. All right. And the next time you're in studio, um, we'll have a breakfast of, of borscht, okay? Love it. All right. John Farnsworth, our Greater Hancock Area Chamber of Commerce update. Go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com, the click list. Click on the logo for the Greater Hancock Area Chamber of Commerce. It's 816 now. Silberto and Friends, weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 822 now. Paul Silberto, Barry Lewis is here. Alan Frischman, we are talking about the Borscht Belt Museum here on Silberto and Friends. Thank you for being here. Uh, the official last Silberto and Friends of the spring of 2023. Of the spring of yes, 2023. Because summer, Are you sum- on the Jewish calendar? No, summer is <laughs> 1048. Summer arrives. Summer so arrives? So mo- Monday will be the first Silberto and Friends of summer of 2023. So the 21st? What uh, You'll have to you explain this one. Today it's the summer equinox or whatever equinox? they call it. Yeah, equinox? Yeah, that too. Yeah. So this is the shortest day yeah. of the year. It's the longest day of the year. So this is so this today is the longest day of the year. Daylight. So basically, the sun will never set today. Tonight. Let's let's go let's go to the Catskills News Talk line on that note. Not July twenty first. Today it's June twenty first. Yeah, but June twenty first is the beginning of of June twenty first is the beginning of summer. Right. Yeah, that's today. Oh, but oh, I see. But you, Apostle Alberto, observes summer on the twenty first of. July. Oh, what did I say? The twenty first of July. Yes. Yeah. Uh, look, I was counting on you, Rich. I don't know why, but I was counting on you. Be, 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 between excuse Lewis me, Your Honor. And excuse Frischman, me, Your Honor. I was counting on you to maybe be the voice of reason, but I should have known better. Maybe it's that Meisner agency calendar you have. <laughs> well, that could be a point. You know, we can get an update. He doesn't print new ones every year. He just puts a new. He just <laughs> he just <laughs> uses yeah, a yeah, sharpie. The date. Paul's using the lunar calendar. He's using a lunar calendar. It's Fine. All right. Two things. First of all, I spoke early this morning here on Silberto and Friends about this company that is looking for the most skilled pickleball players in the world um, for, for huge prizes. Now, also, I don't know if Barry and Alan know about this, but uh, Rich made a challenge the last time Brian Connedy was in, challenging Brian Connedy to a game of pickleball. We're going to work on it for a charity. Now you still want to do this, right? Of course. <laughs> now I got to. I, I got to. No. Go ahead. I, I, I'm willing to play him in singles. I'm also willing to play him doubles. Yeah. If he has someone he thinks he can pull together. Well, I think he. I think we should have him and Barry Lewis on a team. Okay. Will you do that? Yeah, I'm, but I'm wondering. <laughs> my concern is because I wrote a column about this. Yeah. Um, apparently now the new fad is nude pickleball. What? It is about no. in Florida no. and in the villages. No, 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 no. <laughs> there was nude no. pickleball is a no. big thing. So I'm, I'm I have a concern. No, I. 
Because you know where in tennis, you know, the, the the women or the guys, sometimes they, they take the ball and they put it in their shorts. Yes. I, I'm, I have an issue where, you know, if you're naked, where you are we where, we where are we holding the ball? Anyway. Oh, just, get waxed. just get waxed and it'll be easy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, you know, I got to right, right, take right. something no, for that. Hold on a second. On that note. Let's go right to what's happening comedy show wise this weekend. And you don't want to bend down when you drop the ball. Not at all. No. no. And you don't want to be the. Uh, the and you don't want the, your partner to be person. picking up yeah. your ball. Absolutely. That's just, that's never just, good. It just adds a whole other dimension to the game. The goals are different, right? It adds other oh, other. And as you get say, older, yeah. your pickle ball changes. The way you play the game, yes. Well, that scared. too, but also, I, you know, my pickleball is not the same as it was. Uh, Rich, did you ever years think? Ago. Did you ever? Did you ever think that there was going to be a my grandfather's pickleball where you were the most sane person on the air that morning? Did you ever think you'd have, you'd have aspired to this level of sanity? Uh, it's it's a joy to watch you squirm, Paul. <laughs> your, face, your face is just you're like you're like having dad joke yeah. kryptonite. <laughs> I I knew a guy in school. He he had he had a gherkin pickleball, but I don't I I don't I didn't want to get into. But, but you know you could take something for that. You know there are there are, there's medicine now. So nowadays, if, nowadays I th I've seen the commercial for that. If you have a gherkin pickleball, you, yeah. Better than a ham sandwich stacker. <laughs> anyway, so what's happening comedy-wise, Rich? Oh, well, comedy-wise, uh, got another great weekend here at the Laughter Comedy Club in Jersey City. We've got Teddy Smith from Comedy Central, Vicky Cooperman from Gotham Live, Sam Morrison, who was just on Seth Meyers and has a one-person show that was running off-Broadway, Brett Druck from Laughs on Fox, Turner Sparks, Lost in America Pod, uh, Aaron Rosen, who was here yes. previously, he'll be out this weekend as well. So, so he would be, he would now, now, am I allowed to say that he would officially be your pickleball partner? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. We are, we yeah. are still, although we did play, we played, I have a new, new official uh, pickleball courts were built in the park. I saw that. I saw it on your Facebook page. So I played him on official professional courts and I, I did beat him. So it wasn't. It was good. It wasn't good for our friendship, but it was good for our pickleball partnership because so, now he's so we'll have to play harder. He'll play well, better. So you know, if we tell uh, Acting Sullivan County District Attorney Brian Kennedy about this, he'll be very good at exploiting the fact that there's a fracture between the the, the your team because of the because of of, of this trash talk. He'll, <laughs> you know, I I just. I can't wait to play him. Okay. We're gonna play him. It's gonna be nice and be very friendly with some snark. Well, maybe we'll have headsets and we can snark while we play live. We're, live. we're working on this, and then we'll, we'll we'll do it for some charity. So yeah, anyway. final charity. It'll be great. No, it'll be great. But we're looking forward to it. And again, like I said, I saw your your post about the new pickleball courts, and I saw you were thrilled. Oh my god, I was thrilled. Aaron wasn't. Well, he was thrilled, but when you lose that that tight of a game it, wow it, it's, it's good wow. it, it, it'll be good it'll it's character building wow i let it, i technically let him win two of the games just so we could still be friends wow <laughs> oh man 
I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I will be presenting this tape as evidence to uh, <laughs> acting Sullivan County District Attorney Brian Connerty. So let the, tr- <laughs> let the trash talking begin. Rich Kiamko will catch up next week. In the meantime, go to the laugh tour.com. That's the laugh tour.com. Catch up next week. Hey, thanks so much. Okay. Have a good Take one. Care, Rich Kiamko and his former friend, former team member, former confidant, uh, have challenged uh, Sullivan County District Attorney Brian Connerty to a game of pickleball. So we're going to work on that for charity. It is uh, 829. What can I say to be on the radio? Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9. Silberto and Friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9. Good morning. It's 8.43 now, 17 till 9. Paul Silberto, Barry Lewis, Alan Frischman. We're talking about the Borscht Belt Museum. Really getting just a chance to scratch the surface on some of the memories and really some of the history. And Alan, I know there's a festival coming up. Let's talk about that in a little sure. bit. Sure. Saturday, July 29th, we're going to have a festival all day long into the evening. Many events are already sold out, the uh, the comedy shows and lots of things. There's a few openings left. You have to go online to check it out. Um, actually, I'm starting the day at 1030 to talk about my book and do some shtick. And uh, all day long, there's different events. But if you just want to come for the day in Ellenville, we're going to have a Simon Says contest, hula hoop contest. We're actually having... A babka bake off. Ah, cool. <laughs> See who makes the best babka. Now, babka is. Babka is a Jewish cake with chocolate, chocolate and raisins, and raisins, uh, yeah. different ways of yeah. making it. Yeah. So, we're going to have a bake off. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard of Morris Katz, the yes. king of schlock. Exactly, yes. And actually, I tonight have. is his opening. Um, there's a small studio on, mm-hmm. um, I don't have, uh, 119. Canal Street, so we have an art show showing a lot of his paintings, and um, there's going to be so many things to do that day. You're not going to go, not going to know where to go next. We have a lot of uh, vendors. We're going to be actually selling borscht. So if you don't know what it is, you can actually get a, a bowl of borscht. All right, <laughs> that in itself is worth the price of admission. <laughs> and I just also wanted to mention that to uh, go to the museum right now, it's free entry, yeah. so you don't have to worry right. about paying anything just come in enjoy it there's a guest book if you want to keep you know uh, notice of, of what we're going to be doing and just to remember that this is just a pop-up museum and this is now this is the a week from saturday this this festival right okay but the museum is is open now all the time where you the doors are you'll you'll drive right in the corner it's the old bank building on canal street and you're gonna even as a pop-up as alan says there's still some great memories there. There's menus and there's there's the the signs that uh, a lot of folks like Alan were able to collect. People are going to look up and see signs of old hotels and bungalow colonies. When I was walking there two weeks ago, Steve Kaufman and his family, Steve from you know PNN Alarms, um, was there, and uh, his mom Phyllis was there. And Kaufman's had Kaufman's bungalow colony, mm-hmm. which was uh, one of the ma- people know the hotels. There were 500 hotels, but there were thousands of bungalow colonies. We, you know, that term bungalow bunnies, where the the men during the week would be working and the women would hop 
from go from hotel to hotel to watch uh, the shows. And I didn't realize when talking with Phyllis Kaufman, their bungalow colony had an outdoor and an indoor pool. This was at yeah. a bungalow colony, and they had a full luncheonette, and they had a full grocery store. And, you know, they had 100 units, and there were 200 kids at the camp. So these these bungalow colonies, in many ways, were like little villages in yeah. and of themselves where people would stay the whole summer. It, you know, it's funny, you mentioned the grocery stores. Uh, my grandparents had a colony in Monticello, Sedownics, and every lunch uh, I'd, I'd have lunch at my grandmother's, and she'd always give us a pack of baseball cards after lunch. Boy, I wish I kept yeah. all those cards. What kind, what, what, what kind of baseball cards were they? What kind? What what brand? Oh, like, uh, Tops. Okay, so tops. then if I could say then I have a tie to the history when it comes to you and anyway with the Borscht Belt because I'm from the old country, northeast Pennsylvania, Dorier, Pennsylvania, which is and which was the home of Topps Chewing Gum Company. No kidding. Yes. Yeah. I did, Dan Hoost uh, and I took a ride to the old country, had a video up on my Facebook page on uh, our Catskills News Talk, uh, News Talk Facebook page, my trip to the old country, and we took a ride by the old Topps Chewing Gum plant in Duryea, Pennsylvania. So there you go. Can I officially, <laughs> your connection. Can I say that I now have a connection? We're going to talk more about the Borscht Belt as we wrap up Silberto and Friends. It's 848 now. <laughs> Birthday shout-outs on Catskills News Talk, 92.5-94.9. Happy birthday to Patty Chernow, celebrating her birthday today. Got a birthday you're celebrating with Bernie Coppell. He is 70, he's 90, rather. 90. From the Love Boat. And from uh, Get Smart. Get Smart. Meredith Baxter, originally used to be Meredith Baxter, Baxter Bernie. Bernie. Yeah. She um, was married to David Bernie. And her TV husband, Michael Gross, both from Family Ties. They are both 76 today. So the TV couple both yes. celebrate birthdays, birthdays. together. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, Doug Savant. He's a Savant. For Housewives, no, he's his name. He's 59 But today. he is a Savant. Yeah, Carrie Preston is 56, technically name-wise. He technically is a Savant. Julia Lewis is uh, 50 today. Chris Pratt, 44. Prince William, 41. Jussie Smollett is 41. And dancer Sharna Burgess is 38. Got a birthday, got a celebration. Let us know about it. We'll let everybody know about it. Go to CatskillsNewsTalk.com. What do you get Prince William for his birthday? <laughs> a kingdom. Click shout out. Get your info to us. Crown. We'll get it on for you at Catskills News Talk, 92.5-94.9. Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. Weather. Oh, boy. All right. So today it's going to be high, 76. There'll be some clouds and sunshine and there'll be uh, some storms. Tonight it's going to be increasingly cloudy with showers. Probably, but probably not. I don't think it's going to be. Um, I looked at it. It's not. So I, I don't know why it says showers. It's not. Tomorrow is going to be sunny. I know it is. It's going to be nice, 76 degrees. But the UV is still going to be high. So don't let that 76 fool you folks. Put on a lot of sunscreen. I would go with that SPF 40 or 30 on that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also continue to put it on because you're going to sweat and it's not really good. Also, we want to, you want to put on that lotion in between the cracks. You, you know where I'm talking about. Right on the hands there around the fingers sure tomorrow night mostly clear uh it's gonna be clear at night it's gonna be clear so you can go out Uh, i wear like a light sweater my wife bonnie she always gets cool so even if it's like 60 65 degrees it's a little cold and it gets cool at night fine you know so even don't let that fool you and sunday it's gonna be sunny nice monday it's gonna be beautiful it says here chance of showers it's gonna be nice don't even worry about bringing the umbrella Right. right 
Because if you don't bring it, it's going to rain. Okay. If you listen carefully, that noise you hear, that's the eye-rolling noise from staff meteorologist John Weatherby. Right now, it's mostly cloudy, 64 in Sullivan and the Catskills. Silberto and friends. You guys are the best. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk, 92.5 and 94.9. It's that time of year. Time to sit back and relax on the porches at Calicoon Brewing Pub, overlooking the historic hamlet of Calicoon on the Delaware. Enjoy the latest specialties, rodeo burger, seafood cakes, beer-battered fish and chips, and their monster brisket sandwich. And their beers, Cow Pale Pale Ale, Brown Cow Porter, or Noble IPA, always on tap. Or try one of the other local beers, ciders, wines, or spirits. Most popular domestic and foreign beers are available, too. Check out Calicoon Brewing's Facebook page for Chef's weekly specials and upcoming events. And the popular Trivia Night, every Wednesday at 7.30 with Stacy. You have a chance to win one of four great prizes every week. You can even bring along your well-behaved canine companion for outside dining at Calicoon Brewing. Enjoy the latest specialties, rodeo burger, seafood cakes, beer-battered fish and chips, and their monster brisket sandwich. They're open every day at noon, and it's always a good time at the brewery. There are 31 days in July. What will you do with them? Some of the special days in July include International Joke Day, National Fried Chicken Day, Cow Appreciation Day, and of course, Independence Day. But any day in July is a perfect day for an insurance checkup with the Meisner Agency. Sure, insurance may not be as exciting as, say, Cow Appreciation Day. But it's something you need, and the Meisner Agency wants to make sure you're not paying too much for your coverage. Hi, this is Greg Goldstein from the Meisner Insurance Agency. Make the Meisner Agency your trusted choice independent agent. Please call the Meisner Agency at 845-434-7755 or visit MeisnerAgency.com or stop into one of our locations in Woodburn, Livingston Manor, Westtown, and Middletown. The Meisner Agency, insurance from a trusted friend since 1928. There are lots of great days in July. Use one of them to schedule an insurance checkup with the Meisner Agency. Black Bear Fuel Oil, Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning provides one-stop convenience for affordable home heating oil, heating, AC installation, and repair service for your home or business. They've got it all under one roof. You can rely on the Bear for honest, prompt, and courteous service. Trained, knowledgeable technicians and 24-hour emergency coverage, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Black Bear Fuel also offers a number of convenient and money-saving programs to take the worry out of heating your home while saving you money, like automatic delivery and preventative maintenance service plans. Don't wait too long and call the Black Bear team at 845-791-8900 or online at blackbearfuel.com. Train knowledgeable technicians and 24-hour emergency coverage, seven days a week, 365 days a year. Black Bear Fuel, 845-791-8900, 845-791-8900. Call the Bear, they'll be there. W223DB Liberty. W235AW Monticello. Catskills News Talk 92.5 and 94.9. I like talk radio. You gotta listen to talk radio and you've gotta rise up. The voice of Sullivan and the Catskills. 
Silberto and Friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9. We are winding things down on this Friday morning. It's 8.54 now, 6 till 9. I'm Paul Silberto. Barry Lewis, Alan Frischman, we are talking about the Borscht Belt Museum. And we had talked about um, the uh, the things that you can see in the museum. And one of the things that we've talked about um, many times, Barry, is the fact that there was some amazing entertainment that came through the Catskills at, uh, at these resorts. And as you talk about some of this entertainment, are there um, things in the museum that are going to reflect back on some of the amazing stars? Yeah, there's a whole uh, uh, kiosk there about the entertainers and how a lot of comedians started in the Borscht Belt. Um, Sid Caesar, Milton Berle, a bunch of them, even... uh, Jerry Seinfeld. We are talking comedic royalty. Here. Mel Brooks yeah. was one. It was Mel a tumbler at, at the hotels. And I just saw, and one of this, you know, the stars also, that everybody played here. And I just was seeing online, Tony Bennett, who played here, uh, has passed away at 96. Tony, really? Just, yeah. Oh. Um, AP's report and others. Oh, and uh, he, obviously, he performed recently at Bethel Beth Woods, Woods along with a couple Lady of times. Gaga. Yep. Uh, but Tony Bennett would play at the hotels, uh, Anthony Benedetto. So there was plenty of uh, entertainers that started up here. also wanted to mention that in the museum we have a recording booth. So if you have a memory that we want to preserve and you want to share it with That's us, cool. we'll have a, uh, a moderator there. You can go in, record that memory. And there are also some videos set up, a small portion of photography that somebody took at Pegleg Peg Leg Bates. Uh, resort. Um, so there's a lot of stuff going on besides all the ephemera, which are the old menus and papers. Um, we schlepped half of my uh, kit, my my kitchen out there, my <laughs> antique kitchen. So you could sit at the table, an old bungalow table, and you could just see all the cabinets, the refrigerator, the stove. And uh, it's, wow. really, it's really remarkable. And we're talking about the Borscht Belt Museum. It's on yep. Canal Street in Ellenville. In Ellenville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Can't miss it. It was it was an amazing area. You would you would walk through. You know, um, people talk now and they, they complain about you know the traffic. It's a summertime. Well, we live in a tourist area. We live in it. We should be fortunate that we live in an area that a lot of people are spending a lot of money to come and and visit where we live. It's in our backyard, and we at times you know you take it for granted. But for over a century, people have been coming up to this area for the fresh air, for the beauty. Um, just to, to get away. And that's what people have always done. And they'd come up here and to see, to imagine you're on Route 42 or 52. And uh, I know there's a project uh, that's going on for the uh, John Conway and Marissa's t- talking about with the um, Casco markers, the mm-hmm. historic markers. You know, sadly, for too long, the only markers that we had here about the Catskills was the, uh, there'd be an old pool. Uh, you could see the cement pool or the cement steps of where there once was right. a hotel of mm-hmm. of some size. You know, we, the the markers were unfortunately the uh, the low point of the Catskills, and now we're trying to remember what was and and do it in a historic way and, and in an educational way, so future generations know. Yeah, well, right now there's two things you can do. Um, one is you can obviously visit the Borch Belt Museum, but I would suggest you go to uh, Amazon. Uh, books and Just look go to for Amazon and look for the two books and they are titled Tales of a Catskill Mountain Plumber and, and more, more Borscht <laughs> from a Catskill Mountain Plumber. Check them out. Check out the history. Check out some of the of the great uh, 
photos and the memories, but get a chance. Stop at the Borscht Belt Museum. And again, the festival next Saturday that you get a chance to experience. Next Saturday, all day long, starts at 1030. It's just going to run through the whole day into the evening going to be unbelievable you got to check it out i we we've got to we've got to do this again let's we'll schedule to bring you back in again both of you we'll get a chance to do this again really talk about getting into more memories today we just wanted to get the fact out that there was a museum kind of you know sprinkle in a little bit of the memories like you guys did but again check out those books um check out the museum be part of it barry thank you for being here alan thank you my friend i appreciate it we'll Will you guys come back? We'll do this again. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Paul. All right. We'll do this. More we Borscht next definitely time. definitely do this again. Absolutely. Borscht. Coming up on Monday on the next Silberto and Friends, Jim Boxberg will be here. Les Chris and Angela Ryan will be talking about the monster coming up. Our Catskills News Talk Sports update with Dylan Price. Catskills News Talk NASCAR report. Jim Boxberger from Monticello Farm Home and Garden. Al Frangipani. Funzie will talk about the Bold Gold Open coming up. Our Bethel Motor Speedway update with Don Romer. Forestburg Playoffs update with Franklin Trapp. We'll get together Monday morning. Have a great weekend. Silberto and Friends. Weekday mornings on Catskills News Talk. 92.5 and 94.9.